We are joined in this uh, segment by Rich Giebert. He's the president of the Illinois Farm Bureau. And uh, Rich, good morning to you. And first of all, a very busy day across the state is the grassroots campaign uh, to try and go up against uh, what's been going on with the graduated tax went on. How did the rallies go yesterday? Very well, considering that's the first time I've been in in person on a on a press conference that was both live in person and virtually in three different locations around the state. I think it was four different locations, right, Rich? Because you were at a farm in Auburn. I think Todd Meisch was somewhere in Chicago. Steve Rauschenberger was somewhere near, I think, like Rockford. And then you had the National Federation of Independent Business at a fourth location. Uh, and I was just telling Rich off air, Chris, um, I was at the Auburn uh, event and just seeing the setup they had. They had video monitors, <laughs> all four of the locations hooked up. And you work in, in the radio business, Chris. Sure. You know how crazy audio channeling can get. If you don't get it right, then somebody's not going to hear you or there's crazy oh, yeah, feedback yeah. or it's just it can be chaos. But uh, that, that was fascinating to see. I, the, the first virtual yet live press conference I've, I've I've ever seen. So so I guess the next question is, Rich, would you like a job in the engineering department here? <laughs> absolutely not. I have no, absolutely no interest in that. Oh, that's funny. All right, All right let's get into it. Uh, the, the graduated income tax, the progressive income tax, uh, whatever it is, it would ultimately change the current flat income tax to a tax structure with higher rates for higher earners. Uh, you were joined with uh, the Illinois Chamber of Commerce, the National Federation of Independent Business, uh, Associated Builders and Contractors, a bunch of other organizations and associations opposing this measure. Rich, tell us why Illinois Farm Bureau opposes this. Well, we're we're really concerned how how this all came about, and uh, to try and fix the problem, uh, you know, of of our fiscal, the state's fiscal challenges, uh, and we we know that the revenue. It's been said time and time again how many dollars come in uh, will be spent in two places, basically, for our state's exorbitantly high pension costs and debt obligations. Um, and and there's not enough dollars to fix those two problems uh, or challenges, let alone what uh, the pro- proponents are claim uh, that this is for our public schools, social services, and public safety. And, you know... Most certainly not for property tax relief, which has been a real challenge out in the countryside and the landowners and property owners all over, all throughout the state. Rich, you've got, uh, of course, billions of dollars in uh, uh, unpaid bills, uh, 140-plus billion dollars of um, uh, unfunded pension liability at the state. Uh, has the state shown itself to be, uh, I guess, trustworthy with tax dollars? Well, I you know I think that's a that's a question for each taxpayer to to wrestle with in their own mind and decide on how they want to um, support or not support this this constitutional amendment going forward. Uh, but you know our general assembly has proven time and time again um, reluctant to sit down and and put politics aside. And 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 wrestle with these two big issues to get and and to get our state fiscally um, back into good standing, you might say. And thank goodness, interest rates are where they are. Otherwise, it would be exorbitantly higher um, uh, debt load. 
Rich Giebert is with us. He's the president of the Illinois Farm Bureau. Uh, we're talking about the graduated tax. You know that uh, they had a press conference yesterday against that. You know, Rich, when you take a look at what's going to happen here, Governor Pritzker has already committed fifty-five Woo. million dollars for for that's, for this. That's a lot of up. money. It sure is. Uh, and 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 more importantly, too, not only is it going to be a barrage of ads, but it might squeeze you guys off of ads because you might not be even be able to place some of your t- television ads to counter this. What is going to be the campaign? to try and get Illinois voters to swing the other way when they're being barraged by these TV ads? Well, it is, it, it is going to be a challenge to, to and, you know, I, I don't think the coalition is, is, as a goal is to try and match uh, the governor dollar for dollar. We will continue to ask for support. We've been very fortunate that taxpayers and different organizations have contributed a considerable amount of dollars um, uh, toward this campaign to buy radio, TV ads, um, you know, uh, yard signs, et cetera, et cetera, um, up and down the highways of the state of Illinois, asking voters uh, not to support this constitutional amendment. But it's our focus at Illinois Farm Bureau to get the message out to taxpayers and uh, voters across the state, three, two or three items particularly. One, not to support this constitutional amendment and for the reasons why not to, um, that the taxpayers have no input into this process other than this constitutional amendment. If there's going to be, and then the General Assembly has the, the, uh, uh, the power to change the tax rate and the tax structure with a simple majority whenever they feel necessary, they need more dollars. Uh, with no public input, per se. Secondly, it's going to be our focus is to get out the vote campaign, and people, you need to go to the polls, and you need to exercise your right to vote and to get that done and to vote no on this constitutional amendment. Rich Gebert joins us. Uh, Rich, uh, you know, it's not just uh, the progressive income tax uh, that's uh, top of mind for farmers. Uh, you guys have been taking hits left and right uh, for the past couple of years from trade deals not necessarily coming together as quickly as they would uh, to now the COVID situation. Um, what are some of the top things that uh, that farmers are, are concerned about? Well, well, Greg, you know, I look back and, and I've made this comment uh, more than just yesterday, but for, for the last three or four months, you know, and in, in the, the ag community um, has really been challenged in the last six or seven years in a downturn in the farm economy, particularly the last uh, 24, 30 months with the tariffs, the trade war challenges, trying to get that put back together. And then finally, you know, late last year, uh, we saw a bilateral agreement uh, with Japan, which was was really welcomed. We saw uh, the signing and finally the the enactment uh, the first of July of the USMCA going into effect, and then right at the end of the year we had a phase one agreement with China, and our farmers and members across the state of Illinois thought there was a little light at the end of the tunnel that we were about to turn the corner, um, and then coronavirus hit and just put us on a uh, stood us on our head and 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 set us back again where we're, you know, commodity prices, whether it's on the grains or the livestock side, are below the cost of production and really has a lot of stress, both mentally and financially, on the farm community. And we really appreciate the support that we get from, from the federal government, particularly USDA, on, this, on the CARES package and, and the support 
to uh, help us through these tough times, the PPP with the Small Business Administration for those that can participate in that. And uh, But you know what? Uh, that's not making us whole. We're not as profitable. Um, and there's, going, there's tough times ahead. And, you know, it's, this is a worldwide pandemic. Other countries are not purchasing uh, goods, uh, you know, of the products that we have to sell. So um, hopefully, you know, you look at the packing plants that we're closing, the challenges on deliveries. Um, it's just tough out here. There's not much light at the end of that tunnel. What's that uh, farm saying about uh, counting chickens before they hatch or something like that? Uh, right, yeah. Wanting to avoid that. Um, but farmers are definitely a uh, resilient bunch, uh, and they've uh, faced these types of uh, challenges before in the past. Um, but when it comes to a younger generation, how important is it that we get people interested uh, in a, a, you know, the younger crowd uh, of the importance of agriculture? Well, you know, I think we do that every, each and every day. Uh, the encouragement of, 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 of the young uh, farmers and, and the youth of today, uh, they're pretty optimistic, and that was reiterated last week when we had a, a one-day face-to-face board meeting, finally after three or four months. Um, our young leader uh, chair uh, made a statement as, we're, as, as the board was looking, what is agriculture going to look like? How How is... Uh, the coronavirus changed agriculture going forward in the next couple years. What is what, you know, just kind of do some forward looking. And, and Drew made the statement. He said, I'm pretty optimistic. I think there's going to be opportunities down the road. So we, we, as, 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 as board members, and, you know, we're, we're pretty much in our, I don't say our senior years, but, but we're experienced farmers. Um, weren't taken back, but I mean, we were kind of surprised about his enthusiasm and, and, uh, and, and kind of excited about agriculture in, in the years to come. So that was really encouraging to us. And, and, and I think uh, Drew needs to make more statements like that. And, and uh, the optimism that, that I think our young folks show that there's opportunities in agriculture going forward. All right, terrific. Well, listen, thank you so much, Rich, for your time. We really appreciate it, and uh, good luck with everything as you battle that this fall and with everything else with the Illinois Farm Bureau. Well, thank you so very much. Always a pleasure to visit with you and your listeners out there in Radioland.